Welcome to the Life Talk for Ladies podcast, a podcast for the right talk at the right time. This is LB, your host, and thank you for joining me today. Happy Friday, Junior, ladies and gentlemen. It is almost the weekend, and so I thought that I would come on here and kind of talk about some stuff that I was seeing circulating around social media and how we can transfer that into our day-to-day lives. So, as usual on social media, there's been a couple of debates going around, and this debate in particular kind of caught my attention. So, this is about the whole mom versus wife thing. So, I'm sure you all saw the video where there's a woman with her husband and her mother-in-law getting into the car to go somewhere. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure about the context of the video. I don't really know where they were going or where they were coming from. But from what I saw in the video, the mom is in the passenger seat of the vehicle and the wife comes out and she's upset. And she's basically telling her mother-in-law that, you know, she needs to go sit in the back. And the mother is the mother is like, I'm not getting up. I'm going to sit up here. And, uh, you know, she starts telling her husband, like, I'm your wife. I'm your wife. Are you going to make me, you know, sit here and argue basically is what she's saying. Like, I'm going to have to sit here and argue with your mom. I'm your wife. Like, why we always got to go through this is what she was saying in the video. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of debates going on about it, who was right or wrong, or whose whose side would you take if you were in this situation as the husband? And um, just from my point of view, I feel that in the video, the wife, the way that she approached the situation was very inappropriate. And what I've come to realize is when you react in that way, you're never going to get what you want. So if she thought having an explosion like that would have made her husband drag his mother out of the front seat and let her sit up there, she's mistaken because that wasn't going to happen. Even if it was, I think her actions would have probably made it harder for her husband to want to do that. So let's start there. Um, But I also think it was inappropriate for the mom to be going back and forth with her. So in the situation, I don't necessarily feel like either party was right. But what I do feel has been going on for a long time is the relationship between the wife and the mother is really strained. And it's something that needs to be worked on if her marriage is going to be intact, because it seems that her husband um, does have a pretty strong relationship with his mother. And in order for them to maintain their marriage, I would assume that her and the mother need to get along or at least tolerate each other to some extent for, for a while. Um, and so, you know, that's one thing that kind of caught my eye, um, here in the social media world. Another, uh, topic that came up was also the mom versus wife thing again, but this time the topic was your mom is on her deathbed and your wife is in labor alone. Where are you going? And I also feel like that's really inappropriate too, because those are both two very important situations to the, to the man in question or woman or whoever. Um, 
in question, that's a very hard spot to be in. And I just don't feel like that debate is um, appropriate. I mean, because at the end of the day, those are two people that you value a lot. And I feel like when it comes down to the, to the choice, um, you shouldn't be, I guess, I don't even know if I would call it like gambling, but I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for, but I don't think somebody should have to call it and say like, Oh, this is where I would be because you never know what the situation is like, unless you are actually in that situation. So for example, if someone is in that situation where their wife is in labor, um, maybe the wife and the mom have a really great relationship. And the wife is like, you know what? Your mom, you know, is on her, her last breath or whatever the case might be, be with her. Cause me and this baby will be here after, you know what I mean? So that could very well be the case. Um, but women also die in labor. So that's a time where a woman needs her partner to be there with her because it's scary. Um, but you know, in both of those situations, more than likely, a lot of times both parties have medical personnel involved. And so I don't think it's, you know, wrong either way for a person to want to go, um, to either one. I just kind of think it depends on the context in which, you know, all of this is taking place in order for a person to decide where they would go. You know, because for me, I also feel like too, if someone is dying, does it really matter if you're there when they die? And I don't, I don't know because I've never experienced that. So I don't want to say like, oh, it doesn't matter, but like, does it really matter? They want, it's not like they'll be able to tell you they were there when they took their last breath. So, you know, I'm sure you guys can kind of tell what side I'm leaning towards, but you know, I don't necessarily think the mom versus wife, uh, argument is even a valid one. I feel like if you have a healthy relationship with both parties, then you should be able to manage those relationships in the context in which they exist. Um, but, uh, what I will say is once you get married, you have to prioritize your immediate family. And now your immediate family becomes the, the person you marry and children, if there are any involved. So that becomes your immediate priority. So, I think that it's important um, to consider that, you know, and uh, with all of this, the the thing that comes to my mind is boundaries. In order for, for all of these relationships to exist in a healthy way, boundaries must be in place in these relationships. So specifically with this mom versus wife thing, the boundaries that exist between someone and their wife versus that person and their mother should look a little bit different. So the things that you expect from your mom or the relationship that you have with your mom should not mirror exactly the relationship that you have with someone that you lay down with that night. Those two should not necessarily look the same. And, um, you know, like I said, when, when you're a child and you are dependent on your mother, the relationship is different versus when you are an adult. So I think that as you grow older too, the relationship that you have with your parents needs to evolve, not necessarily saying that you can't love and honor your parents, but it needs to evolve in a way where some of that dependence is not as strong. So in that video with 
um, the guy and the girl, I think it could have been very, uh, it could have been very beneficial in that situation for him to, uh, I don't even know who was recording that, but that shouldn't even have been recorded. But I think in that moment, what he should have done is stopped both of them because they're being disrespectful, um, yelling, screaming at each other, being rude. Um, he should have stopped both of them right there. And they should have had a conversation about what was going on. The boundaries that he needs to have with his mom, she needs to understand that this is his wife and their relationship is important to him. So she's not going to be disrespectful to her and vice versa with his wife. This is my mother and this is your mother-in-law and she's older than us. So that respect factor should be there. Um, not to say that you should respect someone who's disrespecting you because they're your elder, but you should also just maintain a little bit of respect for someone um, and respectfully tell them how to treat you. Because a lot of times, um, sometimes people that are older than us, they don't know how to treat us. And they also are not realizing that we are now grown adults and not just their child. So he could have corrected that as well. So I, I just feel like, and of course, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, so I can't necessarily say what he did was right or wrong. But what I will say is uh, a conversation needs to be had. Now, um, I do think that sometimes um, with men and their mothers, it can be a tricky situation, especially if this man is coming from um, a single home a single parent home with a single mom um, who probably didn't date while he was growing up and probably still is not dating. It may be a little bit harder for her to loosen the reins on her son. And so her son needs to understand that so that he can correct the behavior uh, versus a mom who is active and has her own dating life. I don't think that she would be so involved in what her son and his wife have going on. Um, and for the girlfriend, uh, she has a gripe about her mother-in-law. So whatever her mother-in-law has been doing has been putting a strain on the relationship with her and her husband, or so it appears to me from the outside looking in. And so I think that's an avenue for them to sit down with a therapist and find out together what are some boundaries that they can enforce with the mother-in-law because there has to be boundaries in place. So he has to be able to tell her, when it comes to my mom, X, Y, and Z can't happen. And he needs to tell his mom, when it comes to my wife, X, Y, and Z can't happen. And then the relationship could be on the road to recovery and potentially being in a better uh, situation than what it is now. Because what I saw in that video was very toxic. And I feel that if they or any couple was to continue down that road, um, they would probably end up getting divorced because who wants to put up with that? And then also the argument was petty. The argument was petty. So sometimes I feel like husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends relationships in general, we have to learn how to spend um, some time as individuals away from each other. So I feel like if that was me in that situation, I can't even necessarily say I would be there. Like if my man was going to pick up his mom from somewhere, um, I probably wouldn't go just depending on like, I don't know, let's say he was picking her up from like the airport or something in that situation. I would not be going. Um, if they all went out to eat together, just ride in the same way that you, uh, got there. 
leave the same way. So I don't know what the big deal is about sitting in the front seat. Like we're not 11. Um, if it was me, I wouldn't even be arguing about the passenger seat. Cause I would be driving. Like if it was me, me and my mother-in-law would be in the front and my husband would be in the back. So that's just how I would do that. But I just feel like if it was such a big deal for my mother-in-law to sit in the front and I, I personally probably would offer for my mother-in-law to um, sit in the front. So I can't even say that, you know, I understand because I just feel like that is not even something worth arguing over. Um, and so, you know, I just think that when it comes to things like that, it's super important to have boundaries. And I feel like for the husband as well, he needs to develop uh, boundaries too, like how he will conduct these relationships in the future, because obviously these are both uh, women that he cares about, but he does not have boundaries or else those things would not be taking place. So I definitely feel, you know, that's my opinion on, you know, the whole mom versus wife situation. And you know, I think overall what we need to understand about boundaries and how they're beneficial, well, two things. What is a boundary? A boundary is something that protects us in a relationship and also expresses what it is that we need in order to feel fulfilled. Um, so, you know, having those boundaries in place is essential for the relationship to be healthy. And then um, the next thing is what happens as a consequence of not having boundaries. Because once the boundaries no longer exist, it opens the door for, you know, a whole bunch of other things to um, come into play. So if you have something in place that you know is going to be a need in a relationship, if you do not express this to your partner, you now have a need that is not going to be met. So it's important to have those boundaries, to express them to our partner, and to understand what the consequences are of not having those in place because they all work hand in hand. And this is the reason why a lot of relationships are not successful. Um, and of course, we can all speak from that place because we all have been in a relationship where we felt like we were not getting our needs met, but because we probably didn't understand what our needs were or we did not voice them to our partner, now it's harder for our needs to get met. So, you know, it's just simple things that you need to um, express to your significant other. Um, and a small boundary can be, um, for example, if you know that you work um, nine to five, a boundary that you could have in place with your significant other is when I get home at five, I need 30 minutes to unwind and get myself together before I can come and um, talk to you about all of the day's events. This lets your partner know, okay, my person, they need to unwind before I just start rattling off all of this information on them when they first get home. Another boundary that can exist is you can let, um, you know, people at your job know, hey, once I leave the office, at 5.30, I will no longer be answering emails because I am at home. I've done my job for the day. And that is the time that I'm using to spend with my family and get myself ready for another day's worth of work. You know, just things like that. You have to set those boundaries in place so that you understand how you feel yourself 
and you let the other person know what it is that you need from them in order for the relationship to be successful. Now, in that situation, I was referencing earlier with the whole mom versus wife thing. I think those are two people who have not um, expressed to that man what it is that they need from him. And now they are competing. But I feel like if both of them express what it is that they need from him, he then needs to figure out how he is going to meet those needs. It's also very possible too, that he does not know how to meet both of those needs. So they may also need to communicate with him how, um, how he can meet those. So, like I said, in the examples, you know, you can tell someone, Hey, could you not email me after five? Could you not text me? Um, put your phone on, do not disturb, you know, just things like that you can put into place. You can tell someone how you want them to respect your boundary, or you can take actions like do not disturb, like turning off notifications. Like you can, you can do those things as well. And so, it's really critical that we understand our boundaries within self and, um, in relationships. And so, you know, that is just something that I want to put out there. And I want you all to consider as you are navigating your relationships, think about what your boundaries are. Think about how you are going to put those in place and think about how you are going to, um, deal with people when they violate those boundaries. How are you going to handle that? How are you going to handle that? That is super critical because if you don't handle it in a way that lets the person understand you, they are still not going to be meeting your boundaries. And at some point you will either be upset or not wanting to deal with that person because you haven't communicated what it is that you expect from them. So I just wanted to come and share that piece with you all today. And I want to say thank you for listening. And I look forward to chatting with you all next week on the episode. If you all have any suggestions or any topics that you want to hear my take on, please just send me a DM on Instagram to my page, Life Talk for Ladies.